0: thing is a great gift a
1: strip show there we're there dude welcome to beacon life welcome
0: back guys on today's show why did oscar meyer change an offensive name and also are you a bunny cat deer or fox And why are kids dying from chroming? And how a mom trains her family in order to get a puppy? All this and much, much more. We discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you getting along with everyone? That's all we care about. Make sure that you're getting along with everyone and being kind to each other or something like that. I don't know. So bullshit Facebook thing that you see everyone, single moms and stuff, posts on there. If one day at a time leads with you beginning with love and affection or something crap. <laughs> it was like a beach scene with a sunset and birds shitting all over the place, something like that. Well, speaking of beach scene and sunsetting, we just got back from vacation. My wife and I, uh, well-deserved, very long uh waited vacation we haven't been on vacation or gone anywhere together relaxing wise since uh 2019 before the covid thing started so we uh said, you know what, let's go somewhere. Let's do a four-day weekend somewhere. Uh, Somewhere where we could drive because we do have an elder dog. We have a 13-year-old bulldog. She gets up and down just fine. It's uh up and down steps. And we didn't want to leave her here at the house just because my dad's 76 years old. He's going to be 77 uh, next month. And, you know, he lives with us and we don't want to have him worry about being responsible for letting the dog out. And all our, every access to our house is, you know, five steps up and five steps down. And she needs to be carried down the steps and put in in the grass to pee and then she can walk around and do all that stuff and then when she comes up to the steps we just kind of help her up the steps and I don't want to have to rely on my dad to do that he can barely hold himself up to go pee and poop (laughs) but so we brought our dog with us so we wanted to go somewhere where we could drive so we chose a four-hour trip to Savannah Georgia now every time I say Savannah Georgia oh my god it's beautiful oh my god I love it. it it is awesome I love Savannah it's one of my top 10 cities to visit to, I love it, the structures and the, the landscape and everything, and, and this and that. And it's a beautiful. I said, okay, you know what? You sold me. All right, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm sold. You know, we. I'm from Orlando, Florida. My wife and I are both from Orlando, Florida, born and raised. And so we were thinking like these big plantation houses, you know, Georgia, the the Southern Bells. And the, hello, Marquis, how are you doing today? Oh, fine, Reginald. How are you? I'm doing great. Is your is the weather going to be nice today? And blah 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 blah. You know that whole Southern gentleman, ha <laughs> ha wink wink, you know uh type attitude. So we're like all right, we're sold. We'll, we'll go out there and we'll we'll visit Savannah, Georgia. And there is a historical district. Uh the way Savannah's set up, I guess there's the way they developed the town is like all these square blocks. Like square. Like this is uh Liberty Square. This is thompson square this is you know whatever historical square and all this other stuff they've named them all and they're all different basically communities so we were probably maybe a 20 minute walk outside of the historical square district which incumbents about four squares four city blocks five city blocks maybe and i was like all right cool you know we're not staying in the heart of savannah which is fine uh she found a really really nice um Not a bed and breakfast. An Airbnb It was an old house. Big, huge house that they've kind of sectioned off and, you know, put doors where they need to separate rooms and bedrooms and all that. So this big house probably had like five rooms. Each room had their own bathroom. Uh, And it was nice. It was tall, like 12-foot tall ceilings. You know how they built these structures and stuff. Now, we had a fireplace that didn't work. It was just for decoration at the time. But we had this nice little place. You just, what, shower and shave. You know, that type place. So we had a nice bed. Bed was so comfortable. Uh, We had a refrigerator, which was important, uh, a sink, and, and of course, a shower and, and bathroom. So we stayed in Georgia. I think the name of the place that we stayed at was Dalton Place, the Dalton Place on Dalton Avenue. So if you're familiar with the historical district or outside the historical district of Savannah, that's where we stayed. Stayed there for four days. There's something about checking in and checking out a hotel. I just feel that we're being, the whole United States, everyone's getting ripped off. You know, you can't check in till 3, but you got to be out by 10. So it's kind of like that whole bulk of the day, I I just feel like you're getting ripped, but that's just me. So we get there at 3 o'clock, you know, get the dogs set up, get them packed and everything, and I'm like, all right, well, what do you want to do? You know, it's 4 o'clock now, so let's go down to the local bar or whatever. So we walked down the local bar, Got uh, it was a Mexican bar, ate and everything, had a good time, had some drinks, came back home sleep now we're ready to start our vacation so we start our vacation and we get the um there's a trolley that you pay for there's one in saint augustine that's why we're familiar with it. it's called old town trolley you pay and you can get on and off as many times as you want i think it was like uh thirty dollars for the two of us or something like that uh and then we did it for two days so it was like a hundred and something dollars so we get on the trolley and the and the trolley takes you around the town and the town's real nice and small and so they take and they say, you know, over to your right and over to your left and all that. First of all, I didn't realize that Savannah, Georgia was a college town. And I say the, the word college. It is a specialty college. They called it SCAD, uh, Savannah College of Arts and Design. Scad. So you had all these kids, you know, with blue hair and gauged earrings and just weird outfits and mom jeans and all this weird. Kids, I understand college. And, you know, you go there to experiment. You go there to show who you are and discover who you are at the same time. Uh, kids are walking around. And everyone's like walking with their head down. I'm like, God, everyone's so rude. But then I realized like the sidewalks are like, you know, 100 and some odd years old. If you don't walk, look down when you're walking, you'll trip because it's all uneven concrete. And I almost tripped one time, fell out in traffic. My wife skipped a couple uh, steps uh, when she was walking, tripped over some bricks that were sticking out. So you just got to be careful in these old towns. And now I get to the old town part. We were there for, for three days, two full days, the half of one day, you know, when you check out in the half or when you check in and the half a day when you check out. We were there for three days altogether. And I'm sitting there and we're going through all this. Now you say, well, didn't you eat food and stuff? Savannah is not known for their food. Oh, yeah, they got Paula Deen. Yeah, they got all this stuff. But don't forget I, what I said before. It's a college town. So there's like coffee shops and these really, really simple bars Really, really simple restaurant where the college crowd really doesn't have to think to order food. Like, there was one place that just served waffles, (laughs) and it's like 15 different styles of waffles. Uh, There was one place that uh, a couple Mexican restaurants, you know, the menu was very, very simple, Uh, There was a couple sandwich shops. Uh, As far as like sit-down restaurants, like suit-and-tie type restaurants, yeah, there was a couple there, but we weren't there to be fancy. We can go anywhere and be fancy. We wanted to have the cuisine from Savannah, and it just wasn't there. So I was like, all right, we ate good. Uh, I told my wife, no matter what we order, always try something that we haven't done, you know, had before, something out of our realm. My wife had a couple things that were out of her realm. I had a couple things that were out of my realm. So we checked that off our list. Second of all, we wanted to see some history in Savannah. As far as, like, the big plantation houses, I didn't see them. I, I, you know, you, you think of these big, like, um, oh, what's the, what's the one over here in South Carolina? Is it South Carolina? The Biltmore? That big, huge house, and it's got this, you know, lawn, big, huge lawn and everything. No, we saw, like, the... First house that had electricity, you know, that was built with electricity from 1910. You look at the buildings, and and they're all, you know, straight up and down. They're built on top of each other. And here's the thing. I wasn't impressed because I've been to St. Augustine many times being in Florida. We would go up there just on summer breaks because St. Augustine itself, because of Flagler College, is a college town. So they had a lot of great bars. So we used to spend our summers, like in high school, and you would go there as well. And you would have a good time, and you would see the history and stuff. So then fast forward to we've been to Charleston. Charleston was real nice. Now we go to Savannah. Savannah is like Charleston light. Like the buildings, there wasn't a whole lot going on. There wasn't a whole lot of like Ooh, that's impressive. Now there was one place that we went to that was very impressive and it was called the I think the St. John's Cathedral Church or whatever. It's the where the diocese are. It's one of the few di- dioceses where like the pope can come down and actually be in the church. And it was really really nice, really really pretty. Um They had, I guess, many years ago. They had a fire, so they replaced the pillars that were made of wood with like steel and stucco, and they tried to make it look like marble. And then I go, well, that kind of sucks it up a little bit. And you're looking at it, and because, and this is just my opinion, we have been so spoiled with movies, and anyone can do anything anymore. Basically, this building looked brand, brand new. Everything was pristine, clean, lines were sharp, the paint was good. And you look at it and you go, am I looking at a building, am I looking at a church that the sculptures and stuff were actually hand carved over in Austria and they were sent over here and they're they're up on the thing. Am I looking at these actual things or am I looking at something that was made in a prop warehouse? And I don't want to say it didn't look you know, awesome. It looked awesome, but I'm looking at it and I'm sitting there going, yeah, I, I, I they could tell me that, you know, Hitler himself made these things. I don't know. You know, when he was in art class as a teenager. Or Joe McEnroy down the road built these in his shop last week and we stuck them up there. I didn't see the, I, I mean, it was impressive stained glass window. They can fake a stained glass window. You can see that. So I was just not impressed. Now, I was impressed with how much time and how much my wife and I, we needed to be together. We laughed, we laughed, we joked, we saw, uh, we we got to actually see each other and and have conversations other than, hey, are you doing this? Are you doing this today? You know, in passing in the house and in passing here on the property. So we had a great time. As far as Savannah, being some people's oh, I love Savannah. I go there all the time. And people were having wedding parties and bridal, uh, what's it, bridesmaids. Outings, (laughs) they were running, walking all over the place. No, it 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 wasn't a party town. It wasn't a. Impressive town. I'm sorry. That's it. I'm just going to say it. It was an impressive town, but it was history. I've seen it before with Charleston. I've seen it before in St. Augustine. And being in Florida, some of those houses look like some of the houses that, that are in some of the neighborhoods now that I grew up in. But, you know, I can understand if you're living in the West Coast and you haven't seen, like, the beginnings of the United States, the beginning of the colonies, and you see these houses that, that are, you know, they're, they have date stamps on them This says 1859, and the house is still there, and you're like, going, wow, that's really nice. Nice. But where we were staying at, we were staying at houses that were built in like 1869 or 1879, and they didn't really like, ooh, those are impressive too. (laughs) You know, what, what makes this one fancy and this one not fancy? It all depends on who stayed there, I guess. All right, so that was my trip to Savannah. Would I go again? Probably not. You can say they've been there, done. You know, put a done stamp on that. Check that off the to-do list. Uh, I wasn't impressed with it. So, if you have and I missed something out at Savannah, please, by all means, let me know. And the way you do that, and you can be part of the show as well, is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. At the bottom of the page says "Be Heard." Click on that. Opens up a microphone. You can speak right into it. Comes right here to the studio, and we'll play it on this podcast. If you get it in early enough, or the very next podcast as well. All right, guys, stick around. We got a lot to talk about, and I also have another. Their headphone review from GizmoLeague.com. Uh, we took the headsets on vacation to give them the actual test of how they work out in the field. And I'll get into that here in just a few minutes. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on proper Radio. I'll be right
1: back. Take me down to Savannah, somewhere on You're dumber than a box of hair. Profit radio. Profit radio. What
0: are you talking about? White whale.
1: I cut the white whale.
0: What the hell are you talking about? Have you sailed the seas? Oh, no, you no, no, got no. your $25 Walmart fishing license. Maybe. Have you cut the white whale? Have you been in 10,000
1: fathoms below? Massive <laughs> squids. Massive <laughs> squids would eat your. Excuse me, I have an email from somebody text was that the squid was not a large female, so we had to throw it back into the water. I'm not believing that.
0: We were crabbing.
1: I'm an idiot. I'm a friggin' idiot. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. You. Yeah.
0: Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Well, we'll give you something for free, but you got to do this. you got to go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsor of Deacon Live. Go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio.com. Fill out that little form there. It says uh, Free Swag, and we'll send you out some free stuff. Now, a bonus that people were doing back in the long, long, long time ago, back when Savannah, Georgia was being built – Uh, sliding into a dead whale was once thought to cure rheumatism during the late 1900s and early 20th century in the seaside town of Eden twofold Bay in Australia. There was a very curious and smelly cure for rheumatism. This cure relied on locating a dead whale, making a hole in the skin and crawling inside as if it was a slimy, meaty, rotting sleeping bag for at least 20 to 30 hours. Luckily, not all at once, just in intervals. This randomly coming across a dead whale is not your normal experience. To make it simpler, when a whale was killed, it was towed to shore. Then, while it was still warm, the corpse was slit open wide enough for a human patient to slide inside deep enough that the lower part of the body, or up to its loins could sink into the whale's jiggly intestines. Gross! The whale was then closed up around the patient because if you thought a dead whale smelled bad from the outside imagine the stomach turning stench from the inside and the decomposing gases that would escape. The smell and the heat was hard, hardly bearable. The whale had been dead for about 40 hours and had started to decompose and then the whole time you were sitting and standing in this great blast of horrible bubbles and disgusting gush would come out around you uh, while you were trying to get yourself cured for rheumatism. Apparently the the pain was relieved for up to 12 months at a time. It is believed that the heat and the gases created an environment similar to a sweat box, which was thought to relieve pain for a rheumatic illness. A lot of speculations around this origin uh, have come up. One theory is that a well-known businessman who approached a local whaling family to allow him to try this treatment. After spending a day buried, he emerged cured. One newspaper in 1896 suggested that the cure originated from a drunken man who fell into a carcass and became stuck, until finally emerging hours later, apparently free of the rheumatic rheumatism pain. But it is thought that the real origin of the goopy whale was caused from practices from the indigenous people of Twofold Bay. The young uni, Yuin UN people, used the washed up remains of whales for different purposes. For example, the flush was used as medical ritual purposes while the bones were used for shelter. In fact, notes from the R.H. Mathers from 1904 explain how indigenous people use whales to cue rheumatism by lowering themselves into the body, using the fat for pain and treatment. So there you go. If you got uh, rheumat, if you got arthritis, then stick your hands in a dead whale and see what happens. Next time you see one wash up on the shore over there in Florida or over there on the on the West Coast, make sure you go over there and check that out. And hey, don't don't <laughs> we need that to help me get healed? Now, unfortunately, a 13 year old girl has died, and her family is heartbroken, calling the actions of the 13-year-old's death is from chroming. Now, if you think about what, what chroming is in your mind, if you've ever seen Mad Max, there's the, I forget what the name of the guys are that are driving the the buggies. I mean, the new Mad Max. I think they did it in the old Mad Max too, where they were spray-painting their teeth silver and stuff with this chrome spray. Heartbroken parents of a 13-year-old girl who died after inhaling dangerous chemicals from a deodorant can are on the mission to make their daughter's life count. Ezra Hayes, a a year 8 student from Lindale High School in Melbourne, Australia, again, on the Outer East, went into cardiac arrest and sustained reputable brain damage after taking part in an increasing popular trend called chroming. Now, this is not new. Addicts have been doing it for a long time, and it's usually the aerosol cans that have either um, like a metallic color, like gray or uh, gold or silver and some deodorant cans while they were chroming at a friend's house at sleepover this past March. Her parents, Paul and Andrea, never saw it coming. It was just a routine, regular hangout with her mates. We always knew where she was. We knew who she was with and it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Ezra Hayes went in a cardiac arrest and sustained irreparable brain damage after participating in this challenge. You get a phone call in the middle of the night, no parent ever wants to hear that, receiving a phone call saying, come get your daughter. We've got pictures on our mind of... of That will never be erased, says the mother. Paramedics were working on to revive Ezra at the scene and told Andrea that the teenager had been chroming. The dangerous growing craze popular among teenagers where chemicals in aerosol cans are being inhaled for a quick high. That high proved fatally for the beautiful and cheeky Ezra who was rushed to the hospital in an unresponsive state and placed on life support. Eight days later, the doctor said her brain was beyond repair and the family decided to turn off the machines. I mean, 13 year olds, you, you don't know. You just think it's like spray can or, or something like that. This is something that everyone does. So if you've ever heard of your kids doing like chroming and stuff, now I know they used to do it in like a bag uh, on the streets I don't know if I'm giving people life lessons as far as how to do chroming but there is uh, you spray the gold spray paint that's why spray paint's all locked up you think it's just kids like um, doing graffiti and stuff no they're they're spraying it and getting high and something's happening to them or it's popping their brain cells like bubble wrap is the only way he can explain it. All right, uh, stick around. When we come back, we're going to give... I got Shane here in the studio. He's going to give us a review, an updated review on his headset from gizmoleague.com, the AK6 earbuds that he's been... I think if you look... I'm going to switch cameras right here so you can see him. I think he's playing it on... uh, Oops playstation right now No, he's xbox he's playing it right now and uh <laughs> i don't know if he's listening or not Are you listening yes he's listening <laughs> so we'll bring him on here in just one second he's going to give his review on that and also i took the uh the head mask on vacation with me the face mask that's supposed to be like nose canceling with the earbuds the sweatband or whatever it is i'll talk about here when we come back stick around you listen to deacon live right here on Proffer radio i'll be right back
1: To. It is between me and that... Dick and Lai. Dick and Lai. Dick and Lai. that filthy, cheap slut. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man!
0: fucking aunt was fucking Chinese. It's a fucking solid bar. That's oh, what shit. I said. We are fucking loud. Fucking blasting off the fucking... Action. Dude, Frank can fucking even hear
1: you. Profit Radio. <laughs> Profit Radio. <laughs>
0: Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to profitradio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio.com. Click on social contacts and you can see all the links that links us to you and you to us as well. And you can see our TikTok videos. I haven't posted anything lately on TikTok. Been a little busy. Sorry, guys. And I've also got our Instagram. You can see all the stuff that we, uh, I take pictures of things that we talk about here on the, in the studio on the air, and I post them over on Instagram, so that's a good follow over there, and also our Facebook page, and YouTube as well, for every podcast, we do have a matching video, make sure you like and subscribe over on YouTube as well, and here in the studio, this week again, we have Shane from the This Is 50 podcast, how are you Shane? You ain't
1: been busy, what have you been doing?
0: (laughs) Well, I went on vacation, and the week before that, we had to move horses around, uh, and then the week before that, we had a whole bunch of uh, stuff going on. We have fo- we have a fox on the property, so we're trying to hunt down this fox, setting traps and stuff because it's killing our chickens. I've been busy. I've been running around the property with a sawed-off shotgun and a bale of hay on my back.
1: Well, that's your first problem. Get you a rifle. <laughs> Don't try to shoot something with a shotgun. Uh, shotgun close range. I'm taking everybody okay. out around it. I got you. Well, while you're. Uh roaming around the property are you using your gizmo league headphones
0: i am actually and if you look in my hand i've got the green ones that i i put on last week and i put them directly to the mixing board and i said these sound uh, they sound hot they sound that's a term we use here in the business they sound hot they sound tinty they're they're well over modulated now shane you're wearing these on your mixing board on yeah. your side and how do they sound over there
1: um uh, the same they're very, you know, like they're they're tinny, they're loud. I don't know if I've got my settings right for the, this particular set of earbuds, but they're pretty darn loud in your ears. And I've tried to use them for some gaming. Got the opposite end of the spectrum; the volume was low. So
0: okay, so what? Well, I don't
1: know if it's well, user error.
0: All right, so hold on. So you played them? You put them in your the handset, and you have an Xbox, right? Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I don't know what's the new Xbox that's out there.
1: The Series X. Okay. This is the elite controller that I use. And uh-huh. It just plugs directly into the back there. Right. I see that. Well, I can't see it, but there's a three and a half millimeter audio jack hole. Plugs directly in there. I went to the settings within the Xbox to see if I could volume up. That was my next I,
0: question. I so that was my next question. Did you go into the settings and kind of adjust it, telling it that you were using your handheld controller with a set of headphones?
1: Yes. I went in there and made those adjustments. Well, and it, it didn't change anything. So the volume was very, very low in gaming. And then you plug them into, I've gotten plugged into my microphone now. So now we're on the other end of the spectrum of them being very high. So I went in and checked the settings, Uh, you know, for this particular platform, sorry, just can't get the, uh, the volume right on these things. So I don't know if it's the platform that I'm using versus what you're using. It sounds like you're having better luck with them.
0: Well, the the luck that I have is I've got an Android phone, and I listen to music through the iHeartRadio app because they pay the bills here. And I plug them in, and I listen to them. The music that I was playing, and I listened to loud, heavy metal music, and the music was Equal. The, the bass drum was there. The high, uh, guitar riffs were there. The vocals were perfect. I, I couldn't tell this, these headphones from like a 70 or the, what's the new, what is, what are the kids got? The beats or something like that? Now, I'm sure the beats got a little bit more bass to them, but these headphones right here on my, on my cell phone. Now, mind you, on my cell phone, they sound better than like, uh, you know, any, set of headphones, but I don't spend a whole lot of money on these headphones. Now, these headphones are only 19.99, mm-hmm. and if you want a decent pair of headphones for your phone or for whatever you're going to use them for, wherever you can have a 3 millimeter jack, uh, they are 19.99. dollars and, and if you type in Deacon Live 10, you get an additional 10% off and they're their free shipping. Now, I do have a couple packs left from last week's show. I sent out a whole bunch of them, and I think I got a couple packs left, so if you want a pack, a free pack of these... Headphones that I have right here in my hand. Go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T radio. Click on uh, free swag and uh, we'll send them out to you. But you got to be quick. You got to be hurry. You got to hurry and get those real quick. Now, I went on vacation and I forgot my sleep mask, but I did bring this. <laughs> this right here is the headband, the sports headband from gizmoleague.com that has the headphones in the side. So you have got the controller on the forehead here. And you said it's a sweatband. I tried to say that it's a sleep mask, and I tried to use it as a sleep mask. Let's let's do the sleep mask first. Have you had a chance to use this yet, Shane?
1: I did. I used it uh, mowing in the yard the other day. And how how was it? For a sweatband, it works great. Okay. Which I think is, it's it's you know, but like earmuffs if you wear them in the wintertime. So I've got my red pair right here. Uh-huh the headband feature works great it's good quality material it's stretchy yeah it's not cheap at all it's it's really not cheap so the the the, the material is great and, and now the uh, headphone part uh the headphone part is a little little bit to be leaves a little bit to be desired the the sound quality for me is a little bit better than the earbuds but I, you know, I've tried to break these things down to wash them and pulled all the guts out of them like you're supposed to be able to. And I just can't get the damn things back together. Is it because of, it's because are you missing you fingers? To no, you've got a thread. Every, so here's the, in, I've got the internals. Yeah. Show me it's what so you so got simple. working with. All right. I you know, you got, got a control box there. And then you got a, a speaker on each end. Wire, and you got to feed everything back through. uh Sorry, that's just stuff clicking. got to feed everything back through this one hole in the back. Uh-huh. starts right here, and then you've got to feed it all the way back through, and you've got to get the control box back to that. You've got to get the speaker all the way back to its little pockets on each side. So that's been a little bit of a problem for me. Um, you know, if you don't take the things apart, you're doing, you know, they'll, they'll be great. But, you know, if you want to use them for running or working out or whatever, and they get sweaty and smelly, and you eventually need to wash it, you're going to have a little bit of trouble getting it back together. I know I did. So but,
0: I you know. I only use this at night, and I used it for a sleep mask. Like, I put it on my head, and the thing was the box, the little box on the forehead kind of dug into my forehead as I was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the earbuds on the side, now they're about the size of a quarter. They're not necessarily earbuds. They're like ear speakers. They did not line up with the side of my head. Like, the the speakers yeah, the speakers themselves were probably three-quarters of an inch behind my ear. So I was constantly kind of messing with them to try to get them lined up on my ears themselves. And that's the only thing. And the reason why I ended up using this, like I said, I forgot my actual sleep mask. And I brought these to kind of, as we were walking around, I was going to use them. And we were watching movies on our tablets. And I said, oh, my God, I forgot my headphones, my actual headphones and I said oh I've got the sleep mask so my wife has one and I have one and we're using them and she liked the sound because her ears her ears lined up with the speakers but mine did not so I don't know if it's because my head's in a weird shape or anything like that. But then when I went to use the actual, like I said, the sleep mask part itself, like pulled it down over my eyes, that box was kind of digging in my forehead, and it kind of hurt
1: my eyes a little bit. Yeah, well, it may be because you have a football head, Charlie Brown.
0: (laughs) So there you go. That's the week number three of the AK6 earbuds from gizmoleague.com and the sports Bluetooth headphone slash Sweat band slash sleep mask. I'm going to say this is a better sleep mask than it would be a, uh, well, this is a better sweat band than a sleep mask. But as far as
1: listening to the music, that's my opinion.
0: Yeah, as far as if you can get past that whole getting the thing out to wash it and clean it and then put it back together, they've got to come up with a better design uh, to get these little, like the the box in the front and the speakers out of the side a little quicker. Yeah,
1: I would would suggest like some Velcro or, or a zipper kind of set up. Yeah, but think about... get the the, the internals in and out pretty quick.
0: Think about not necessarily a a Velcro, but maybe something a little bit more like another access hole that has like a rubber tension to it, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, you open the hole up, and when you let it go, it's got some kind of rubber band or something there, or... Rubber tension inside that would seal it back up.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure the uh, engineers over at Gizmo League can come up with something.
0: So, if you guys would like another, we got a couple left here in the studio. When I say a couple, like a handful left here in the studio. Uh, if you want to get yours and try these out for free, you can go over to profitradio.com, P R O P H E T radio, click on free swag. And if you don't get them, unfortunately, if you'd like to buy them, they are 19.99, dollars 99 and uh, you can save 10% by typing in Deacon Live 10. Upon purchasing. All right, Shane, anything else before I let you go? No, I think we're good. All right. <laughs> go mow the lawn and do something useful. No, no, never. I'm just existing. All right, guys, stick around. You listen to Deacon Live right here on proper radio. I'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Profit Radio, 24-7, worldwide. Hello? Hello, yeah, uh, Mr. Hall. Oh, yeah, hey. Uh, right. Very good morning, sir.
1: Oh, very good morning This is
0: Peter Wilson, and we are calling you from United States Grants Department. As the you, this member has been selected to receive a free government grant. You guys, so that is why you look at getting... You guys just called me yesterday and sent me uh,
1: $9,000. Ready?
0: Yeah. You pompous, stock-up, snot nose, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck
1: dickhead, asshole.
0: Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Follow us on Facebook. You always talk. Keyword. You talk and you talk and you say,
1: Profit. Profit.
0: Let me tell you something. Radio. I just want to say this. Profit. So shut up. Radio. radio. Ladies and gentlemen. Introducing the chocolate Star
1: finish in the hot dog-flavored water. Bring
0: it on. Welcome back to Deacon Live. If you want to be heard, well, we'd to hear from you. And the way you can do that, you can be podcast famous. You can go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-Radio.com. At the very bottom of the page is a little blue bar says Be Heard. Click on that. Opens up a microphone on whatever device you're listening to us on. And speak right into it. You can be anonymous. I don't care. And just say what you like. If you have a question about any of the stuff we got going on here during the podcast or our last eight years of shows, you can hear the chickens crowing in the background there. well, Yes, we do live on a farm. Yes, we do have horses and chickens and cattle and all that stuff. And if you listen in the background with these AK6 headphones that are proud sponsors of Deacon Live, and you can get yours over at gizmoleague.com, get those headphones on. You can hear the chickens crowing in the background. I swear to you. I swear to you. You can hear them. And there you go. Now, for many years, Oscar Mayer has had a vehicle roaming the streets of the United States, the underbelly of the United States for the most part. Not necessarily underbelly, but they go to like uh, festivities like baseball games, sporting events. Uh, if you've seen one out there, you're one of the few lucky people that were able to witness this vehicle going around. Now, so as of this year, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is now being turned into another name, which a lot of people out there, a lot of fan favorites are having a hard time dealing with. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is given a totally new name for the first time in the vehicle's near 100-year history. If your name is Frank, you have undoubtedly heard a Frankfurter joke at least 10 or 12 times in your life. If you're sick of it, you may not be pleased to find out the iconic Oscar Mayer Wienermobile has now been officially branded after 100 years. They are now going with the Frank-mobile. The hot dog-shaped vehicle ditched the name that has been using since it first hit the road in 1936. According to Wednesday's release, the name change is meant to pay paid homage to the 100% Beef Franks as it debuts its new tasty recipe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I cannot stand anything Oscar Mayer. It all looks... I think it's the yellow and red labeling and stuff. Everything that they make looks like plastic. I mean, if you want to talk about what fake, shitty food looks like... Oscar Meyer. I'm sorry, Oscar Meyer Unless you can prove me different, by all means, you can come on the air and talk about it. Here is a newlywed couple celebrating their being quote-unquote linked in the fame vehicle, for example. They're riding around on a <laughs> mobile. According to a news release, the maiden fleet of six Frankmobiles will de- debut this week and have all sorts of new bells and whistles, including new decals ooh, and a new class of drivers now called Frankfurters. If you're not familiar with the process meat product lore, driving one of these vehicles is an ultimate honor among fans. Formerly known as hot doggers, Oscar Meyer routinely get thousands of applications to drive the Wienermobile, now Frankfurters, or the Frankmobile, before settling on just 12. The Wienermobile is beloved by American icons and has been sparking smiles and driving craveability to its iconic delicious wieners for over 100 years. This summer it's time to highlight another fan favorite, the delicious 100% Beef Franks. Ooh, sorry. (laughs) I'm just going to say no on that. According to this news press release, if you are named Frank and you visit a Frank Mobile, you get a coupon for a free pack of Oscar Mayer Beef Franks that you can spend at your leisure or give away to someone that you don't like. I'm sorry. Oscar Mayer Weenomobiles, fine. That's, That's great and dandy. Oscar Mayer products, gross. I'm saying they're all gross. (laughs) They are the epitome. You know, when people make jokes of, you know, lips and assholes and the rooter to the tutor and all that stuff, I think of Oscar Mayer products, all of them. They need to repackage it. It it looks like crayons. Looks like kids with crayons made the labeling and stuff. Now, one of the things that we did while we were out at Savannah, Georgia, is they had this place. I forget what it was actually called, the area. uh, I'm just going to call it. Let's call it the Sentinel. What you did was they had... Uh wide open bar with, you know, a full liquor bar, beer, whatever you wanted, huge, huge bar. So it's like, not that you're like waiting in line for it. And then they had like seven or eight different food trucks and each food truck had their own little motif, whether it be mac and cheese products, um, hand cut fries, burgers, fish, Japanese food, cookies, ice cream, all that stuff, all these different trucks. And instead of, You know, you fumbling around with a credit card every time you want to go to something or grab something from these food trucks. They had this in this concreted tarmac area, and they had, like, places for kids to play games, you know, cornhole, and they had, like, ping-pong tables and all the, like, different toys or gymnasiums for the kids to climb up and down. So it was like a family-friendly place. Big metal-covered awnings. Uh, You got some sun that came in. Everyone brought their dogs. But what you did is when you went in, You went in the front gate. If if you're just going to walk around, you could just walk around in there and, and, you know, people watch or whatever. But if you wanted to partake, you showed them your ID, and then you gave them a credit card, you know, not to hold. They take the credit card, they scan it, and then put your name on it. So anytime you got something, whatever name's on the credit card, you're like going, oh, yeah, uh, Deacon Live credit card, Deacon Live credit card, you know. So if you got beer... If you got like uh something from the Japanese truck, you got something like sushi or something I don't know if that's Japanese or not, but you know you get egg rolls or something <laughs> typical something from the Japanese food truck, they're like uh you know what's the name on the card, and you say Deacon Live. And then they go, okay, and they punch it in. And then you go to all the different trucks. This is the first time for me. So if you've done this before, great. You're, like, going rolling your eyes. Eh, that's old news there, old man. (laughs) I'm, like, going, but I've never done this before. Believe me, we sit on 22 someone acres. This is the first time in almost five years we've gone out on vacation. So please (laughs) indulge me. So we go through, and we get, like, all these gourmet cookies. We got a couple... Like big, tall beers and kind of just sat there and people watched. We weren't going to eat, eat. Um, we want to have like a sit down where, oh, I know. Hi, mighty. I want someone to wait on me. I want a waitress for my dinner. I don't want to sit there and go to a food truck and sit down. and. But they had kids and stuff. People had that have kids, they were walking around and they were doing all that and keeping an eye on them. And they had like all these pizzas and hot oven pizzas or coal-fired pizza ovens. They had all this stuff going on. And then when you left, they said, okay, what's the name? On the card, and you tell them the name, and then they, you totaled out right there. There was no money exchanging hands, which I think is a great idea, um, but that's what they were doing at this place that I'm going to call the Sentinel. My, my wife's going to say it. No, it's called um, Majestic Park or something like that. Now, Amazon has somewhat unsurprising application for the palm reading scanning technology that it uses for payments. Age verification. In a post on Monday, the company announced that its Amazon One scanner can now verify your age in places like bars and making it much more than just an alternative way to make payments. Amazon is currently using the palm scanner at its Go stores and some Whole Food locations, allowing customers to pay for their groceries by hovering their palm over the scanner. Sorry, slip of words there. In lieu of pulling out a credit card or cash, Amazon One with age verification is rolling out to the Coors Field baseball stadium in Colorado before expanding it to additional establishments in the upcoming months. It does come as much of a surprise to see Amazon expanding its palm scanning technology, which is great. My colleague James... Vincent pointed out this possibility in 2020, stating at the time, Amazon One isn't just a payment technology. It's also an identity technology that you could give anyone at an Amazon store uh, to reach into your life more than ever before. Now, Amazon is calling its one technology a palm-based identifying service that can identify if you're over 21 when purchasing an alcoholic beverage or other restriction good, restricted goods that require your ID. Once you sign up for the age verification through Amazon One, which requires a trove of personal information, mm-hmm, see, that's how they get you, including images of your palm, your government-issued ID, payment information, and a selfie, hi, it's me, I'm not giving you a selfie, and here's a picture of me on Instagram telling you uh, as a selfie that I'm up unhappy with it, mm, frowny face, <laughs> I mean, come on. We're already doing it. It's just that now they're putting it in front of your face. The bartender or cashier will see that your 21 plus message and your selfie will verify your age and identity. Then you can hover your hand over the device again and again to submit your payment. Amazon says the palm scanning technology uses cameras to match multiple aspects of your palm, including lines, ridges, and the veins in your photo to provide this service, which it stores all in a cloud. And this is itself could pose privacy and security risk, but Amazon maintains that user palms recognition recognition data is safe. So there you go there. If you want to go buy a beer, you just swipe your palm over it. Now, this is nothing new here in North Carolina. When I I first moved up here, we first moved up here. The Atrium healthcare system had some kind of scanning palm thing to make sure that when you were checking in for your doctor's appointment, that you were that person. And you had this little thing that scanned your palm and then there you go. So this isn't nothing new. It's just that now it's going to be more mainstream for little things. I don't mind them using it in a doctor's office. You know, I don't want anyone taking my doctor's appointment. Christ, few and far between to get to. But, you know, to buy beer? <laughs> what if you're drunk and you... <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. What if you're drunk and you push, you know, Lindsay up to the bar and Lindsay's like... Hey, Lindsay. Lindsay, buys her another round of drinks. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, That's cool. All right. Uh let's get 16 shots of 14 beers. And how would you like to pay for that, sir? Lindsay, put your hand up there like you're waving to the president. Hi, president. dupe Scans her wrist. <laughs> drinks are on Lindsay. Yay, Lindsay's. And you're life of the party and then next morning, uh you're the life of uh some kind of investigation later on. All right, guys, when we come back, where did you get your name? And do you think you can make a millions on it in future advertisements? Well, this one girl had a kid and thought that she would name her kid this something special and get some kind of endorsement. What that name is, well, we'll get into that here when we come back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
1: Back to the black smoke doggy, dog, monkey, yeah, the, 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 I went solo on that ass, but it still looks like Long Beach is the spot where I serve my king Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me but don't Skipping to the front, 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 of, front of the line. line You're listening to Deacon, Deacon Live Deacon, Deacon Live Live
0: Hey guys, it's Deke and you've heard our reviews on the GizmoLeague.com headphones and sleep masks. The AK6 earbuds are compatible with the PlayStation 4 and 5, along with Nintendo Switch, and you can plug them right in there. And they're very, very inexpensive, starting at $19.99. And if you put in the code DeaconLive10, you get 10% off along with free shipping. Now, the sleep mask is made out of very well-constructed material and allows you to absorb sweat while you're running or doing your physical activity. Make sure that you take a little bit of time and effort to remove the headset from the sweatband before you wash it. It It's well worth it. They have a great sound, and they do exactly what they need to do. They're Bluetooth compatible, and I used them on my last vacation. So go over to gizmoleague.com and find the set that fits your needs. That's gizmoleague.com, and make sure you put in Deakin Live 10 for an additional 10% off. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live Deacon Live. The faster we're falling. Back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Well, you gotta do me a favor, you gotta go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsors of Deacon Live. That's Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio.com. Fill out that little form there. It says free swag. Pick yourself out one of those uh prize packs there. And uh, I still have a I still have a couple of these headphones that gizmo let us have here in the studio, and we're giving them away to you. Fill that out. And unfortunately, if you guys don't get a free pair, you're always welcome to go over there and buy them at a Deacon Live discounted price. That's gizmoleague.com and put Deacon Live, all one word, and the number 10 when you check out. That's Deacon Live 10 when you check out for an additional 10% off. Over there at gizmoleague.com. Free shipping, by the way, on all those. Now, my name, my God-given name, I always said it was from Taxi Driver. Then I realized that Taxi Driver came out in, like, 96, 97, and uh, I was born way before that. So um, my mom picked out one name, and my dad picked out another name, so my mom won. And my name is, my God-given name is this, and then my middle name is what my dad picked out. <clears throat> so I don't know why I have these names. I just know that there's no one in my family that has these names, no background that I know of that has these names as well. So I left it, oh, maybe my dad can tell me how I got the names that I have. Because my dad's a junior. You know, it's, you know, his dad's name and it passed on and I don't know why I wasn't a junior. My cousin is a junior and now we have a, his kid is a junior third of the third and I know my wife's dad and her brother was number three and four with their name as far as their lineage of, of who they were named after. Now... My nickname that I got is The Deacon, and I've discussed it many times on past podcasts how I got the name The Deacon or Deacon. So anytime I'm in the entertainment industry, I always get referred to as Deacon or The Deacon, and you can listen to those episodes back on past podcasts that we've been talking about before. But this young lady right here decided that she was going to make millions and millions of dollars by naming her kid after something famous and hopefully get some kind of, what is it, a sponsorship or something? A TikToker gets mixed reviews about her baby's luxurious name that was inspired by a designer brand a new mom who goes by this misty online shared her son's moniker the son's moniker's name is cartier but she spells it like this k-a-r-t-i-y-r which was inspired by the cartier watch spelled you know c-a the the brand misty 18 boasts 866,000 followers on her platform regularly shares shares footage of her and her son in action. Celebrating nine months since his birthday, Misty shares footage of her son's online captioning, My Baby Has Grown Up! Yo! (laughs) The video, which scored one million views, garnered some pretty much pushback on the name while some people praise her unique name others cringe it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to pronounce one user writes says he's so cute but the name is just crazy y'all forget we name adults too oh lord new generation of naming another one chimes in someone else chimes in and says they be naming kids after items they wish for <laughs> i don't get what's wrong with his name someone else writes i really think it's cute and unique but Come on, man. I mean, if you don't want to, and I've said this a million times before, if you don't want your kid to be stereotyped, whether you're, um, you know, a, a white person or a black person or, or a person of color, whether you're, you know, yellow, black, brown, white, we're all colors of the rainbow. You have to be careful how you name the kid because a job application, do you want to tell what race you are? No. You just put other. No, I don't. But then you fill out the name and it's, you know, Laquita Shamika and it's all these weird spellings and stuff now granted you don't have to anglo-sax your name by all means i'm not saying that what i'm saying is you have to understand that when you name these kids there's going to be some kind of throwback if you're naming a kid that has i don't want to say history behind it like my name there's not a whole lot of people my age with my name my actual name and then there was like an influx like 30 years ago, where all of a sudden this name, my name came back around. A UK based website, Jewelry Box, revealed how popular designer influences names were among British and American newborns in nearly two decades. Using the national data from 2000 to 2018, Armani took the crown for nearly 7,000 US parents, adopting it from the Giorgio Armani namesake for their daughter. It was followed by commonly known brands such as Chanel, Dior, Duor. <laughs> I don't even, I, I don't have that n- enough money to pronounce these names. Nevia, Maybelline, Estes, Dove, Omega, Valentino, and Cartier. In 2023, Yellowstone-inspired titles were on the rise according to Social Security Administration, while the parenting site Nameberry predicted A-listers like Billie Eilish, Dolly Parton, and Scarlett Johansson would be influences of of babies' names this coming year. So just be mindful. I know it's cute and stuff to have your name design this. I mean, there was a time where, I mean, there's a joke running in the strip clubs why, Alexis, <laughs> Acura, on the stage, you know, that's of Porsche. And they were naming people like in the 80s after cars. But hopefully that's well and gone. And hopefully we can follow better trends. Now, this trend right here, are you a bunny, cat, deer, or fox? And what I mean by that, it's talking about how pretty you are. Another day, another TikTok trend is now started. Now users are using animal names to describe themselves, and no one quite understands why until now. So listen to this. In recent months, if you've been seeing some truly bizarre trends like quizzes that make their way across the platform... Like the one that says, are you a soldier, poet, or a king? (laughs) There's no wonder why users find themselves scrolling through the app for hours on end to find out who they are. Now TikTokers are using animal code words to describe their appearances. The four consist of whether you're a bunny or a cat or a deer or a fox. Thankfully, one person explained in the cryptic names in one viral clip, according to the TikToker, your answer doesn't stem from a quiz. It's simply on how you view yourself. If you're a bunny, that means you have light hair or lighter hair, round face, and softer facial features. A cat apparently equates to darker hair, light eyes, and sharp features. A deer suggests that you have dark hair and eyes and a longer face with soft features. And a fox means lighter hair, long face, and sharp features. It didn't take long for the TikTokers to jump on the trend and share their self-professed results, and many more were left confused and relying on other fellow <laughs> TikTokers to tell them what they actually look like. So, if you're out there, if you're looking at me, am I a bunny? If you're watching this on the video, don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. In the comments down below, I want you to write bunny, cat, deer, or fox. I'm going to go with, I'm probably... Maybe a bunny. I have lighter hair soft features and I'm just adorable <laughs> but you can you can tell us what you think about what I look like based on those four, four terms and the way you find that uh, video, every podcast we do have matching video, go to Profit Radio P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, click on social contacts and you can see uh, the YouTube link there, click on that and let us know what you think. Alright guys, one more little segment and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio I'll be right back My,
1: my, my, my You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Profit Radio. Profit radio.
0: I'm getting bit by mosquitoes. I want to drink beer and smoke cigarettes. I can't do that because I'm constantly patting myself. No. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Brass is cut. Thanks to the neighbor, kid. I got all that taken care of. What's going on over there? Call 407. What are you, in, in a fucking aquarium? 448-8800. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. Just don't get it. Everybody's going to the party. Have a real good time.
1: God goes woo.
0: go back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social contacts and the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio dot com top of the page says social contacts and you can see all the links that links us to you and you to us as well. Our Instagram page is available up there. Our TikTok page is up there. Um, our look, Facebook page And all the other things, all the other platforms that you can find Deacon Live are available there as well. So you can follow us, be part of the show, and the way you can be part of the show as well, at the very bottom of the page says Be Heard. Click on that, opens up a microphone on whatever device you're listening to us on. Speak right into it. You can be anonymous, and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. You can say whatever you want. You want to ask us questions, or you say, oh, no, Deacon, you got that wrong, or, hey, we like the show, or happy birthday, little Timmy, anything like that, go over there to Profit Radio and fill that out as well. And don't forget, I still have a handful of headsets, the AK6s that GizmoLeague.com has let us have here at the studio for you guys to try them. Fill out that little section that says Free Swag, fill that out, and we'll get it out to you. And unfortunately, well, if you are unfortunate enough not to get one, you can always buy them. They're very, very inexpensive. On the website, they're $19.99 with free shipping, but if you type in DeaconLive10, you will get 10% off of that as well. And you can get these, uh, the ones that I have right here. Shane doesn't like them. I like them for my uh, my phone. I haven't used them with my PlayStation yet. Um, maybe that's what I'll do for next week's review is actually plug these in my ears and, and play them with my PlayStation. He's got an Xbox. He's not very computer savvy, so he might not have the settings right. I'll give you the exact uh, review on these. And uh, I'm not calling Shane a dummy. I'm just saying that. Some things are out of scope of some people. No, am just kidding. Shane, we love you, and we appreciate you doing a review, and that's Shane from This Is 50 Podcast, and you can check him out over on iHeartRadio as well. Now, this woman right here believes in being democratic in the household. Now, when her and her husband got married, anytime time they wanted to do something or change something, it had to be a vote of to yes or two no. It had to be universal or unanimous, I guess is what I'm saying. This woman's family thinks that she's being a jerk and hear me out because I kind of agree with her in the way that she tactically prepared her family for this decision. Now this woman is being touted as a jerk for forcing them to prove that they're responsible enough to take care of a dog before actually getting one. But she insists that she's being the sensible one here and asks the Reddit users on the community about whether she's right or wrong. Now, She says, before we got married and had kids, my husband and I agreed on big decisions. It required two yeses or two no votes. Our two oldest kids and my husband want a dog, and I do not, is what she says. And I've heard too many horror stories about families getting a pet, and then the person who wanted the pet didn't want to take care of it, and someone who didn't want to have a pet gets stuck taking care of it. But the rules are rules, so... This woman respected the vote. So what happened was, she said the family could get a dog. However, there are a few conditions in this woman's own words are the dog has to be smaller than 60 pounds. We don't need a, you know, a mastiff or anything like that. It can has to be a non-shedding dog only. Not that anyone's allergic to dog hair, I just don't want the extra work. Three, for 60 days in a row, they had to collect the garbage from all the cans in the house and put it in the big garbage can bin and bring it down to the curb. This was to ensure that they would remember to feed the dog. So it was kind of like teaching the kids how to do something daily. She also added one more conditions to see if the rest of the family was ready to take care of a dog. And here we go. For 60 days, that's two months, all three had to go for a 1 mile walk twice a day with a GPS a GPS route if they missed a day they had to start over so you for 60 days straight so if you're in like day 49 and you forget day 50 you got to start over again the longest streak <coughs> their longest streak didn't even make it past 2 weeks she says that meant no dog the woman's parents found out about the demands and called her up to share her thoughts the woman said that she was being petty she agreed. She also knew that the call was coming and how it would go. Her parents always sided with the grandkids. So she clamped back with this little master stroke. You ready? Here she goes. This is what she said to her parents saying, just get the, just get Jimmy the dog. Just get him a good dog. That's all they want is a dog. I sent them a link for a dog walking surface in my area. I said if they wanted to stay in the dog's decision, they had to agree to set up an account with the company company that I would call on the company for help whenever uh, their precious, perfect grandchildren or son-in-law forgot to take care of the dog. So what she's saying is, okay, fine, I'll get the dog, but if the kids don't want to do the dogs, you have to be responsible for paying for a dog walker to take care of the dog, grandparents. They said their daughter was being a jerk and had every right to their opinion. She reminded them that unless they are willing to pay or give up time for this dog, their opinion really didn't matter. Fair enough. Ice cold facts there. <laughs> the woman's husband finally agreed that the kids were not ready for a dog. He said that they, would need, that they needed to tell them together. She refused. The dad got their hopes up about the dog, so he would have to be the one that had to break the news to the kids, or at least that's how she sees it. Now, he called her a jerk. Is he right? The woman asked Reddit members on their thoughts. So what are your thoughts on that? She said, I don't want a dog because of blank, blank, and blank, and blank. You know, I've got enough. Think about her. This is the mom probably holding this family together. And now I got to take care of my husband, who's probably (laughs) worthless, and the two kids trying to get them fed and out the door. And now you want to bring in this this third party, uh, a dog, and... Are you guys going to take care of the dog? No, that's like having another child around the house. But I would say if shit happens in the house, you make one of the three of them clean it up. That's it. You know, if they they forget to take the dog for a walk and the dog craps in the house, guess what? Don't clean it. This is your dog. This is your responsibility. Now, feeding it, (laughs) I would make some kind of routine. If you look down and the dog bowl's not fed and you're making dinner... Well, forget to feed one of the kids and see what happens. Ah, mommy, I didn't. Mommy, I didn't get my teas and crumpets. Well, you know what? You forgot to feed uh, Fido, so I forgot to feed you. Oh, but mother. (laughs) I mean, that's essentially what's going on. You got to throw it back in their face. Let them have the dog and let them learn the life lesson. Don't just cut them off, you know, right in the beginning and say, "Look, you are not ready for this at all." And who's to say this? You ready for this one? I'm going to throw this back in her face. Who was to say that she was ready to have kids? Now, granted, maybe in her mind, I'm sure she was probably ready for that. And the husband probably had no idea. He's like, oh, and this is my beautiful bride. i want to have children with her. And not realizing, no one realizes what's going to happen when you have children. No one's going to realize what's going to happen if you bring a dog into this family household. And how much a dog or an animal can improve your life. So, I'm going to say... 50-50, 50-50, she's right, 50-50 wrong. I think she just went about it in more a militant way rather than a family-structured way. Now, speaking of animals, as you know, we went on vacation to Savannah for four days. We brought our 13-year-old English bulldog. She can get up, she can get down, she can walk around, she can eat, she can drink. Um, she has problem with steps. Uh, bulldogs are famous for having like bad joint issues and stuff like that, so uh, we didn't want to leave the dog here at the house. And have my dad have to worry about bringing her up and down the stairs. So every access to the house is five to six steps. And my dad, being 76 years old, can't walk up and down the steps, let alone carry a 60 pound dog up and down the steps at the same time. So we decided to go on vacation and bring the dog with us. But one thing that you guys might not know is we also have a cat. And the cat is, we call Trisket. Trisket is a biscuit. When I say a biscuit, she's a big old fat. 10-pound, long-haired cat. She loves mom and dad, and that's me. I'm the dad, and she loves mommy, and she talks. She talks all the time, and when we left, I told my dad, you know, leave your door open so the cat has some kind of human contact, and I guess the cat was like, meow, missing us, meow. She's very, very vocal, not as vocal as this cat right here. A cat's seriously loud yell for food has been viewed over 35 million times and left viewers in stitches. A viral TikTok video features Sam, a small white and orange cat, with a seriously loud voice. In just eight seconds, Sam goes from silently trotting through the kitchen and then letting out one of the longest yells ever. Damn, Sam, the owner of TikTok said during the video. And if you want to see this video, I'm going to switch to camera four here so you guys can see it in real time as we're talking about it here on the air. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, make sure you go over to ProfitRadio.com, click on Be Heard. You can podcast famous, and you can see this video in real time as we're talking about it here. So here is Sam. Sam is walking around the kitchen. Let me see if I can get this all synced up and played at the same time. So here we go. It looks like, you know, mom or whatever is opening the refrigerator door. And Sam goes running by her. And the cat's probably four years old, kind of young, probably, you know, six, seven pounds, maybe seven pounds. And here she goes looking for food. <laughs> 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 Just keeps going and going. Meow, <laughs> I want food. <laughs> I want some food. I want some food right now. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, animals make our lives better in more way than one. So, if you can appreciate having an animal in your life, by all means... Good for you. All right, guys. On that note, I'm going to let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. Um, Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. The way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Social Contacts. You can see all the links that links us to you and you to us as well. Don't forget to subscribe over on YouTube for every video we have or every podcast we have. We have a matching video. You can see me waving to you guys here on the camera. Uh, And also, if you want something for free, we'll give it to you while you're on Profit Radio. Proud sponsors of Deacon Live. Click on Free Swag. And uh, we have a handful of these headphones from gizmoleague.com. And if you don't get yours, uh, you can always get them for 10% less by going to gizmoleague.com by filling out Deacon Live 10 on checkout. All right, guys, on that
1: note,
0: my name is the Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight.
1: Wait, 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 come back. The end, the absolute end.